Scent Mama. We are raising kids in a materialistic world, and it is not easy fostering a heart of gratitude in these times. Everywhere we look, there is something being pushed on us, sharing with us, you need this to be this kind of mom. Your kids need this to do well in school and even to our kids, right? You cannot turn on a YouTube video or a show nowadays where there's not some kind of commercialism coming for your kids saying you need this right now, now, now. Even holidays, I feel, are becoming more and more less about traditions and customs and pure, beautiful meanings behind them. And they're becoming more about consumerism. How much more stuff can we get you to buy and make you feel like you have to have to celebrate? It makes it really hard to even wonder what the heck are the holidays even about to begin with. And then, you know, maybe you're like me, you're catch yourself, you catch yourself tuning into a podcast like this, thinking during this time of year, which often happens to be a very reflective time, a time when we start to really try to fix our focus on what we have, what we can be grateful for. And also at the end of the year, thinking about what we're looking forward to in the new year. So maybe you're thinking, how can I raise my kids to be thankful? How can I raise them not to be obsessed with the material things of this world, right? Especially if you're a Christian mom listening, we know that all those things will eventually waste away. What about the important things? How do I build those things into my children's heart and soul? How do I plant them there? Well, if any of these questions have been trickling around in your head, I'm so glad you tuned into this episode today because that's exactly what we're going to talk about together. I have five tips that you're going to leave with that's going to make this all a little bit easier and a lot more practical to break down. So please tune in, send this episode to all your favorite moms in your phone book, and let's get ready to learn and grow together. Hey mama, welcome to the Energize Mama podcast, the podcast designed exclusively for moms navigating the challenging yet pivotal years of parenting children aged five and under. Are you longing to raise good godly kids all while preserving your own well-being and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I keep up with my little ones or how can I raise them to be loving and godly? I'm Cheyenne and I've walked exactly in your shoes. Honestly, on some days I'm still there. I know what it's like to face the daily demands of motherhood and wish for more energy to be the loving, godly mom I aspire to be. I've been there with a strong-willed toddler and a desire to balance being a devoted wife, a mom, a stepmom, and an entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that it is possible to raise your children with strong values and boundless love all while nurturing your own energy and well-being. In this podcast, you'll find valuable insights on managing your time and boosting your vitality. You'll gain practical tips for disciplining your children with grace and wisdom. And you'll join me in the journey of raising your kids to be good, godly individuals. My mission is to help you thrive as a mom while experiencing the joy of watching your children grow in faith and character. We'll explore how you can maintain your energy because the most godly loving mom is the one who takes care of herself too. So go ahead, mama, grab those headphones, pour yourself that refreshing green smoothie and get ready to be hashtag momspired because rest assured you're no longer alone on this incredible journey of motherhood. foremost just want to start off this episode and say thank you thank you for listening to this podcast you guys really make my energy flow you guys really bring such 
amazing, amazing amounts of inspiration to me. You know, I've met a few of my listeners here and about here in Florida recently, women I didn't even know were listening to me and they just come up and say, Hey, I love your podcast. Are you the energized mama? And talk about feeling like so humbled and just so amazed. Um, I may have busted out an autograph pen or two, but no, I res- I restrained, I held myself back. Um, but I was just so full of thankfulness for each and every one of you. And I want you to know that I do care about you. I do care about your families. And that's why this podcast is uniquely designed to give you what you want. Basically, I want to know what is it that you guys care about? What are you thinking about? You know, what's keeping you up at night? What are the things that when you're getting ready to, you know, do some cleaning, when you finally have a spare moment to take a look around at your house and you're ready to throw on a podcast, like what? are you intrigued by? What do you want to know? How do you want to grow? So again, I always encourage all my listeners to shoot me an email, come find me on social media, or you can even actually leave me a voice message on SpeakPipe. If you're like me, man, I just need an opportunity where I can just stop, drop, and just speak it out, you know, especially when you've got your hands maybe full of boogers and littles and sandwiches and maybe all at the same time you know, so you can find those links actually in my show notes below. And that is actually where I got the idea for this episode. You know, there have been several of you reaching out to me on social media, just saying that you're just kind of sick of consumerism. You're kind of, you're like caught in between because you want your children to have an amazing magical time of year around November, December, right? Especially ever since the Halloween season, it's like we've in America, we've got all these beautiful holidays back to back to back, but more and more, they see seem to be less about the true meanings and more and more about the material. And that is hard. That's especially knowing that our children, you know, if you're a mom of a little, like, you know, 99% of the listeners for this podcast are, you know, we know undoubtedly whether we like it or not, we are raising our children in an age of social media. Even my bonus daughter, who's about to turn 15 next week, the other day, she was like, you know, Shaika, that's what she calls me. She was like, have you ever thought about how Mason, our three and a half year old, he is going to be like the first generation of kids that actually have had their entire life documented. And so much of it actually displayed and shown online. Like he's going to be able to show his kids practically every moment of his life. And that's so true, right? That's so true. And it really makes you think and just knowing where this world is headed and that our kids are going to be continually inundated by things. How can we cultivate that thankful spirit, right? Well, as is anything in life, tip number one is coming at you right now. So if you're taking notes, even if they're mental ones, this is tip one, uh, tip number one out of five coming at you. First and foremost, mama, it doesn't get much easier or honestly, maybe harder than leading by example, right? So often you hear, (laughs) you hear so much. I feel in life that kids are mirrors, right? They reflect back to you what you are doing and what you're saying, what you're not saying, the faces you make, right? So if you want them to have a heart of gratitude and thankfulness, start with yourself, right? Something I teach in my course, the Energize Mama method, that so many mamas get overwhelmed with all these things in their lives that they're overwhelmed by that stress them out. And I help mamas zone in and figure out which ones you can control because totally just bluntly honest mamas, those are the only ones that you actually can do anything about. And we know that there's so little we can control in our lives. And one of the biggest blessings God gives us is the control over our actions and our attitudes, right? So you've probably heard of the cliche, have an attitude of gratitude. 
but it really is so true, right? It's not just about those one-time moments. It's about developing an attitude. And how do you develop an attitude, right? And I'm not meaning the hands on the hip kind of attitude, but basically a way of being is by repetitive habits, making it a habit to be thankful and grateful. So even if mama, it is the simplest things, right? Something that I recently started doing and I am totally transparent. It's been instigated by my pastor and our church family that we now have here in Florida because our entire month of Thanksgiving, uh, yeah, our entire month of November has been centered around a Thanksgiving, a type of a spirit, give thanks and all things. Our pastor really has implored us, really encouraged us to just start being practice, practicing being thankful in the big and the small. So I really try to just try to start starting my day with just like, Lord, thank you for this alarm clock instead of the alternative that sometimes I think about it. But thank you that we have the gift of technology that wakes us up every day. You know, Lord, thank you for this oatmeal that I'm putting in my body that's fueling me through the day. Thank you, God, for the third banana that my child has asked for this morning, just because this is something that he actually likes and something that he is eating. And just, you know, turning those things, whether they're the easy things to be thankful for or not, or the things that, you know, happen all the time or not, just creating this spirit of thankfulness and saying it out loud. I have found this to be so powerful because our littles, especially if they're around the age of two and a half, three, three and a half, they like to really repeat everything that you do or say as well, right? So let's make it something positive that they can repeat. Let's not worry about that swear word oop that we slipped, you know, that, oh gosh, are they going to repeat that? Let's worry about, let's focus our attention on, am I think being thankful enough? Am I speaking it out enough that my child is going to repeat that? That is one of the best gifts that we can actually give our children, but ultimately also ourselves. As tip number two, we're keeping it real practical here. Tip number two is create a gratitude journal. That's right. I'm a big fan of journaling. One of my really great friends, Rachel, turned me onto it about six or seven years ago and where I've been slipping on the length lately as so many moms of littles, right? We don't got a lot of time, but I would argue that this is going to give you more time back, meaning it's going to give you more peace if you just make a practice of writing down what you're thankful for, even if it's bullet points, even if it's just simple list. What's great is when you have littles, right? They're starting to learn things like numbers and letters. And so you can actually spell out simple things like say you are thankful for your husband, right? You can help your child learn how to spell D A D dad, you know, and talk to them about why are you thankful for their dad? Why are you thankful for your husband? And what I have specifically started to do with my son Mason is to do pictures because sometimes obviously he's at this age where he can't quite get out letters yet, but we can create these conversations and talk about what is he thankful for and have him draw it or even very often mommy draw it, but it's still a conversation that we're having and helping him fix his focus on the positive things on what he's thankful for. And sometimes kids need some promptings, you know, with kids that I used to babysit. Um, if you're new to this podcast, this may be news to you that I was a nanny for about 10 years between the states of Florida and California. And I had over 50, 55 children in my care in those times. And a lot of times with kids between two and three and four, um, sometimes they struggle with understanding the concepts of thankfulness. So sometimes, you know, say you ask your child, um, 
what are you thankful for and you get like a deer in a headlights look try something like what makes you happy you know kids this age they really tend to start focusing on their emotions and what makes you happy what makes you sad what makes you mad so if you can start to focus on what makes them happy and if they can go there start to figure out why that makes them happy or how often that makes them happy or what is it they feel in their body when they get this certain thing or when they're around this certain person maybe who makes you happy then you can start to really practice that gratitude circle between you and your child and create that conversation that is going to be so life-giving and if you put it in something like a journal then you're going to have this beautiful either artwork or written word something you guys can go back to and continually reflect and share and see how that ultimately changes and grows tip number three talking about practical well tip number three is about practicing gratitude rituals so just like in tip number one talking about building an attitude right habitude um, of how we can point our thoughts and our words especially right into something that we do continually all throughout the day well making it a ritual so something that you actually do whether it be daily or weekly building it into your everyday life can be a great way to point your children's minds towards what they can be thankful for whether it's at mealtime having each person go around the table and say something that they're thankful for or maybe at bedtime you know think about where there are already routines in your life and how can you add something very simple very small that you're you know to create that conversation to help your kids see and have a mindset of thankfulness in that area. Something you can also do would be that, um, you know, you could always create an opportunity for uh, adding it into a routine. Like we have recently started doing a sticker chart with our son to reward him for good behavior and to help him earn something. So you could also say, add that into a sticker chart, add that into something that you want to reward your child for, or have it again, just be a simple part of a routine. Like, hey, did you put away your toys? great did you get dressed today sticker you know all this and that and then also incorporate hey what are you thankful for today let's talk about it and then you get a sticker for that so that it just becomes something so ritualistic that you continually bring it up into your child's mindset it's in your mindset helping point you towards gratitude and it works to uh, all work together towards building that less materialistic and more thankfulness type of an attitude can you believe that it's already november It's been a whirlwind of keeping up with the little ones, hasn't it? I mean, there's Halloween and then there's Christmas coming, but you know what? Let's just get real for a moment. Motherhood can sometimes feel like an emotional roller coaster, right? Up and down, up and down. And I just want you to know you're not alone in this. But do you ever find yourself thinking that you wish there was a way to reclaim your vitality I mean, gosh, we've all been there, right? Feeling emotionally drained and overwhelmed, just juggling countless responsibilities. Do you ever wish there was a way to revive your energy? Like imagine actually having ample energy, not just for your kids, but for yourself and your husband and just every aspect of life. Do you ever wish there was a way to rediscover you, yourself, the woman that you are, right? It's time to reignite the dreams you had before motherhood and rediscover you amidst all this chaos. I've actually walked in your shoes and I know exactly how it feels. I know exactly how it feels to crave more. Life Mama is calling for you to pursue more than just being a mom. Your dreams are worth chasing. I know what it feels like to battle overwhelm, that constant stress, the uncertainty of where to start. It's time to break free from this cycle. And I know what it feels like 
to struggle with embracing healthy habits. Sometimes it's just really tough to know what the heck ones to do and when and where and why. I want you to stop being in the dark about which habits genuinely make a difference to your energy and well-being. And it's time, Mama, to create a realistic plan. No more wandering aimlessly because you deserve a strategic, sustainable blueprint designed just for you, by you. It's time to reignite that unshakable energy, that one that you can have all the time. You can be that vibrant mama, full of energy, while also taking care of your little ones. I want you to just take a moment with me. Picture this. What if you woke up each day? What if you woke up today, not just surviving, but thriving with a good dose of energy to spare? What if date nights with your husband became a regular cherished ritual and not just rare occasions? What if, quote, me time was no longer a distant memory, but actually an integral part of your everyday life? And what if you had a straightforward, tailor-made plan that reignited your energy and allowed you to be that vibrant mama that you long to be, all while still giving your kids the love and care they deserve? That is the essence. That is the core of the Energized Mama Method, your personalized roadmap to reclaim your life from the chaos and infuse attainable, real-world, realistic energy into your daily routine. Here's what I promise to teach you. I promise to teach you to manage stress and ignite energy. You're going to discover practical strategies together to reduce stress and elevate your energy realistically. You'll embrace a super simple personalized plan that nurtures new energy boosting habits while compromising without compromising your precious time with your kids or demanding monumental commitments, right? We've all been there. You'll walk away with crystal clear vision, no more confusion, and you'll know precisely where to focus your energy. You'll also have an achievable blueprint. You're going to have a roadmap to change with you while you're looking to be more clear and that actually shows you it's in reach. You'll have unwavering confidence. You'll possess the self-assurance needed to make long lasting transformations. So mama, if you're ready, if you're finally ready, just to bid farewell to overwhelm, imagine waking up and not feeling weighed down by the day ahead to recharge throughout the day, rejuvenate yourself and have the energy to spare for every moment to retire that night feeling satisfied, going to bed feeling fulfilled, even as a busy mom of little ones. Now's the moment to take that leap and hear why it's important and urgent. Throughout November, I'm offering an exclusive deal. You get 10% off of the Energize Mama method, and that's not all. You'll also receive three bonus trainings that I've recorded with experts in all different areas of how to raise littles, good and godly, and also that's gonna supercharge your journey. But here's the catch. This offer is available only until December 1st. So perfect time for Christmas. After that, it's gone and you'll miss out on the chance to transform your life right here, right now. Don't let the chaos of motherhood overwhelm you any longer. Reclaim your identity, revive your energy and experience a life beyond just being a mom. Are you ready to say yes to yourself and no to missing out? Okay. Don't wait. Head over to energyformoms.com and secure your exclusive offer today before it vanishes on December 1st. The time is now. Go to energyformoms.com and let's embark on this transformative journey together, mama. As you already made it to point or tip number four coming at you. So tip number four is fostering giving back. And when I heard that word foster, I had a couple things trigger up in my mind so much so that 
I, the word nerd that I am, I had to go Google and look up the dictionary definition for foster. And it's actually about encouraging and um, encouraging the development of basically. And it's usually in reference to something good, like you are aiming to do right now, right? Fostering a heart of gratitude, a spirit of thankfulness in your child. And so I just want to remind you that when we talk about doing so, and even in this tip about fostering it, right? Fostering good deeds or, or that spirit of gratitude in your children, it is about one, encouraging and two, remember the word development. So development includes, and at least reminds me that it is something to be developed. It's kind of like in progress. I almost see that like loading button, like you see whether it's like, you know, with your computer, you're waiting for something, of course, or like say your gas is filling up, right? Something in progress. So just cut yourself some slack. Like if you're applying all these tips at once, or even just one It's going to be something that over time develops, right? Over time and consistency is going to make a bigger difference. So in this way, though, with tip number four, um, by fostering this, you know, the first word um, in the definition was encourage. So how can you encourage? So far, I feel like we've talked about a lot of things that you can say. And of course, you can mirror, right? You know, the gratitude journal talked about something you can do and including something about thankfulness, a great way to help your children become more thankful is by giving back, encouraging them to, you know, be thankful for what they have by seeing sometimes what others don't. So in this season, there are usually so many opportunities for families to be able to find something that they can do together, whether it's something as simple as maybe going to donate to your local food bank. So in this, you could actually go to your local grocery store and share with your children that you guys want to prepare, say a gift bag um, of food for a family in need and have them pick out something, give them little things that they can do. At this age, kids love to be responsible for something. They feel big. They feel, you know, like they have a purpose when we give them something that they're responsible for. So there's another thing you're helping them do besides being thankful. You're helping encourage responsibility in them and leadership and leadership abilities. And so you can do that and then go drop it off together or even have your child carry in the bag if they're old enough. Uh, Something that our three and a half year old and I recently did was we packed an Operation Christmas Child Box, which if you're unaware, this um, amazing organization for I think at least over 25 years now has um, had families across the U.S. pack boxes of toys, toiletries, household items, school supplies, and put it in um, to be delivered across the world for children in countries that um, have need, that don't necessarily get a chance to celebrate Christmas, don't have the essentials that we have. And so when I packed this with my three and a half year old, you know, uh, we did the shopping and then came home and packed it together. And that was a great way for him to kind of see this like tangibleness there was this one more moment with um, our son where he struggled a bit, you know, when he was seeing these different toys and we packed two boxes for boys because you can choose um, the age level of the kids you want to give to and the gender. And we packed boys boxes as I thought it'd be great since I have boys to have them pack for other little boys and think about what do other little boys love you know no matter where they're growing up boys are boys right and so we had picked out um, some dinosaur toys and I watched my son for a moment have a little bit of a struggle you know like oh I don't know like I love dinosaurs and sometimes you know he has that um 
mindset of, you know, no dinosaurs enough. I don't have enough more, 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 please, please. And um, yet, as we talked about what it might be like to not have any dinosaurs and to not have a dinosaur toy and only have it in our imagination, but not have one we can actually hold and play with and jump and run with and get dirty with. I noticed my son's heart begin to change. And then all of a sudden, shockingly, he went and grabbed dinosaurs from his own toy box and put them in the boxes for the boys that the Christmas boxes were being prepped for. So again, even if you think, especially, you know, I know that if you're a mom of little, I know that we're in that spirit and in that season of teaching our children to share. We're teaching them to be more responsible. We're trying to teach them to be more thankful, right? It can be so overwhelming where we have these moments of terrible twos and three nagers and feeling like, you know, our kids maybe can't handle this, you know, concept. They can't handle a thankfulness opportunity or, or, you know, gratitude journal or things like that because they're too little. Don't underestimate. Don't ever think that, you know, your children can't do something. Even I've been shocked in my years, my four years almost of being a mom that my child has surprised me. There's been times where he's done something nine out of 10 times one way. And then yet that 10th time he surprises me or I, I see him grow. I see him make a different choice. And so here, that's what I want to share with you and just encourage you that you never know there is going to be a time where your child is going to change, where they're going to grow, where they're going to develop, right? Foster, they're going to foster their own new perspectives in life. So give them the opportunity to do that and to think differently. We have made it to the last and final tip together. Tip number five. Before we dive in, I wanted to add one last caveat on tip number four about fostering, right? That giving back spirit and attitude. And I was so shocked the other day. Talk about, you know, your child doing something that you wouldn't expect. But, you know, our three and a half year old, he now has a new six month old brother. And, you know, we're beginning as our six month old is, is crawling and starting to get into more things. We're really trying to work on the the spirit of sharing between the two boys. Obviously our six month old, it's gonna take him some time before he can understand that concept. But our three and a half year old, he's there. He's ready to understand, maybe not so ready to put into practice, but we've been working on it with him day in, day out. You know, that's even something on his sticker chart is to practice this and work on this with his brother. Well, the other day we took him out to a Thanksgiving Christmas parade and we, my husband and I both were shocked. Like our jaws dropped when um, during the parade, there were some of like Santa's little helpers passing out candy into the audience. And our son, just like, any three-year-old boy loves candy. And he giggled and, and, and jumped with joy when he got this candy. And no sooner did he get that, but the women that had let him down front so he can see he could see the parade better, um, he instantly turned around and wanted to offer them his candy first before he took any candy. And I was so amazed. And it just reminded me how these women whether this was a direct correlation or not, it's how I saw it is that these women were kind. They were showing gratitude for just their position of like being at the parade early, showing up, being there and being thankful for being here under the warm Florida evening that it was. They had expressed this to us. It made me think, I wonder if that little bit of thankfulness that they showed in their spirit, if that impacted our son, that he then also had this spirit of thankfulness, like, wow, I get to have all this candy. I don't need it all. Like, 
I can give it away, you know, and, and here he did, you know, so it just reminded me about how really truly by us being thankful and people being thankful around us, it really can spread around to our children. And that is a perfect um, opportunity to dive into our last and final tip here together, mamas, is tip five is um, very tangible itself. It's by limiting material possessions. So it's funny that you know, thinking about my son giving away his candy, that's literally to him is probably one of the most cherished possessions that he could own. And to see him give it away, it was just one of those highlight mom moments, right? And uh, just amazing. One of those things you write down, put it in the notebook kind of thing. Um, But this is one way that we can really significantly make a difference in our child's life is by less emphasis on material things and more on the things in life that truly matter. I know that there's been a huge surge of families in the past couple years wanting to give their children more experiences rather than stuff. And I have several episodes that um, I'm going to post in the links below that actually talk about how as a family, I spoke with one of these, um, this amazing, amazing woman um, that talks all about how moms can save money and provide more experiences for their children versus stuff and how to do it, how to budget for it, how to save for it. What kind of experiences can you choose that are going to, you know, kind of like go, the money's going to go longer, more bang for your buck kind of thing and how you choose the right one for the ages of your children and all of that. And so Um, that is a way that you can really show your children quite tangibly, you know, whether it's for their birthday or for, especially when it's times that typically people get presents is to talk about like, Hey, what is an experience we can have with our family? And, you know, just a big heads up your child, especially when they're little, when they're two, three, four, and five, we know that's the time they probably most love to actually have that tangible opening of a of a present. And, you know, you have a lot of people in their lives trying to give them presents, um, but never underestimate the power of what an experience can give them. You know, say it's a trip to the zoo. You can always get your child a little like, say, $2 plastic giraffe that he opens and then you share. And actually the big present is that we are going to go see real giraffes in the zoo. Another way you can limit material possessions is really encouraging the family members and friends around you to, um, you know, say give less or make it only for a certain amount of time, you know, set those boundaries. Boundaries are really important as a mom, especially in today's day and age. You know, I know that there's a lot of people that don't always ask questions. They just do, do, do. And so we have to be like those gatekeepers as a mom in our children's lives, because we know our children better than anyone else. And we know the way we want to raise them. So you have my full permission to put up boundaries when it comes to material possessions in your children's life. And just because it's their grandma or their aunt or your best friend doesn't mean you have to just accept it. And maybe you accept it, but you save it, you save it in your closet to give to your child during a special occasion or no occasion at all, right? Maybe something they have to earn. The list is endless, but mama, just know that you can trust your own mom tuition and you can listen to yourself, talk with your husband, pray about it, pray together about it. And you choose when you want to give your child this specific material thing. Another 
quick way, a lasting tip before I end this episode of how you can limit the material possessions is by learning to, um, teaching your children to learn to let go, right? For them to see that it's not in the material things. The material things are not what matter, right? So if, even if this is simple as encouraging to have a family garage sale where you get ready to let go of things and sell things, or, um, you know, the concept of a get one and let go of one. We started doing that a while back with our son that every time he gets a new toy, he has to let go of another one, whether it's he has a specific friend in mind, or we've started a donate bin so that he knows that his possessions, you know, are temporary, and that they don't have to mean the most in the world that maybe they're very special to him now, but then they can be very special to another boy or girl later down the road. And there you have it, mamas, I feel like I'm gonna do a little that's a wrap. (laughs) Everyone on today's episode, I am so excited you tuned in because this is a little bit of a two-parter. So if you go back to episode 87, so this, oh, sorry, this is episode 87. So er, go back one more episode 86. I talk all about how to cultivate a spirit of thankfulness and gratitude in your heart, especially when your kids are just being so darn maybe overwhelming or stressful in a season of your life. So that episode is more for you. And this episode, as I'm sure you now know, because you're at the end of it was more for your kids, how to cultivate a spirit of gratitude and thankfulness in them. But of course, hey, it's one and the same. When we cultivate a spirit of thankfulness in ourselves, we're reflecting our kids. And when we're focusing on helping our kids, we're also able to focus on ourselves. So if you love this episode, if you got something from it, first and foremost, please share it with another mom, a friend that could really benefit from it, that you want to bless with this information and with this encouragement. Number two, please let me know about it. I love to get feedback. I love to hear what certain things stood out to you. You know, how can I make these episodes better? And especially what can I feature on a future episode? As you just heard, this is episode 87. So I am getting close, coming, coming very, very quickly to episode 100. So I want your ideas for episode 100 especially because we're going to celebrate that with a bang and a big exciting blast off here into the new year so um, but ultimately just the best thing you could do to keep this podcast growing and flowing is just leaving me a simple quick apple review listening to this on apple go ahead and scroll down to the bottom of my show notes you'll find a spot right there leave me a review and let me know what you loved about this episode and how i can continue to serve you you can always go ahead and find me on any of my social media and my email it's all located below i love connecting with you each and every single day that Um, You get a chance to wake up and breathe in fresh new air, right? See the sunshine and enjoy another day in this glorious, glorious world. You mama are worthy. You are precious in his sight. You are precious to me. Thank you again for listening to the Energized Mama podcast. And I look forward to connecting with you soon on another episode. God bless.